challenging men to be great men. Don't just be a male, be a man, a great man. Welcome to the Great Man Podcast with your host, New York Times bestselling author and leader of men, Stephen Mansfield. Gentlemen, let us begin. I want to challenge you in this podcast, and I want to challenge you at a point of tenderness in your heart that may surprise you. I want to talk to you about telling another man that you love him. Now, for some reason, the simple ability of a man to express love for another man, and I'm not talking about in a gay situation, I'm talking about straight up just telling your father, telling your brother, telling a friend that you love him. I'm, I want to tell you that for some men, that is almost impossible. We were, some of us, rarely told that we were loved by our parents or, or certainly our fathers. We did not see masculine affection expressed. We didn't see men hug each other. We didn't see men look each other in the eye and say, I love you and I respect you. And so uh, it's difficult for us. It's embarrassing for us. It's overly emotional. It feels maybe for some of us a little feminine. And so we have a very, very hard time doing it. But I want to tell you that this is one of the arts of great manhood, that being able to express love is one of the great arts of great manhood. Now, I'm not saying that if you love someone, saying it is all there is to it. Obviously, if you love someone, your devotion, your commitment, your provision, your generosity, your presence, your availability, your your utter, utter, utter commitment to that individual will be obvious in a huge variety of ways, and it will speak louder than words. But it is important for a man who is going to be a good man, a true man, a righteous man, a loving man, a transforming man, a man of transformational masculinity, that he's able to say, I love you. Now, let's think about this for just a minute. To love another man is the natural product of friendship and, and connection and the affection that happens between men. Uh, our English language is fairly weak when it comes to the expression of love. Uh, in, the, in the ancient Greek language, there would have been many, many ways to express love. Uh, you loved God. You loved a brother. Uh, you loved your wife, you loved humanity, you loved your dog, each with different words. You would have used different words to describe those. Um, but there, there, there was a specific word for the love of a brother. Uh, it, in fact, it's what Philadelphia means, <laughs> uh, to, to have affection for a brother. And so uh, this idea that there's a way of expressing love for men. Now, uh, we're not talking about romantic love necessarily. We're not talking about the love you feel for a girlfriend or a wife. That's a different kind of love. We're not talking about the kind of love that you have for chocolate fudge or the kind of love that you have for God. That's part of the problem with men expressing love is they think that all love's the same thing. It's not. There is a kind of love that men should feel from each other, for each other. You should feel it for your band of brothers. You should feel it for your closest friends. It is a kind of manly, masculine love. It's not asking for romantic commitment. It's not soliciting anything in return. It's what you feel for them. It's a, it's a kind of powerful commitment, 
an attraction in a manly way, not a sensual way, but a manly way. I'm attracted to the spirit, my friends. I'm attracted to their competence. I'm attracted to their, their vibrant masculinity. I'm attracted to how heroic they are. I'm attracted to the spirit that's on the inside of them. It's not sexual. Uh, it's not perverse. It's not weird. Uh, it is simply the love between a man and his friends. And we need to be able to understand it. First of all, we need to acknowledge that it exists and we need to be able to express it. And I want you to take, just stop for a moment before I go any further and ask yourself, have you grown up in a culture? Have you grown up with a father, with brothers, with uncles in a culture where men have a hard time expressing love for each other? Uh, I grew up in that kind of culture. My father, as I've said many times on this podcast, a great man, a war hero, a fine American military officer, uh, but he had a hard time expressing uh, the tender side of his emotions. He had no problem uh, almost tearfully expressing his affection for the U.S. Army. He had no problem expressing anger uh, and a a demanding sense of of excellence, Um, but he had a hard time telling his son that he loved him. And he said as much. He told me as much. I have a hard time expressing my emotions. Forgive me. Uh, and that, that, the words like that are part of what brought reconciliation and closeness to us in, in his later life. Uh, but he had a hard time saying, I love you. Um, first time I ever remember realizing my father was trying to express love was when he wrote a letter and he wrote love dad. And quite literally, I think it was the first time. I mean, I was obviously old enough to read and he was writing me letters, I think from, from, from Vietnam. Uh, and I, and I saw that word and I thought, well, dad does love me. And before that, I think I would have, I would have wondered if he did. Um, he could be, he could play around with me. He could wrestle with me, but to look me in the eye and say, son, I love you. I'm proud of you. Uh, I, I, I connect with, you know, the man you're becoming or whatever words he would have wanted to use. That was almost impossible for him. He didn't come from an affectionate background in his parenting, uh, in his original home. Uh, he didn't know how to express it to me. So when you come from that kind of background, it can be hard to say to someone, I love you, but we've got to be able to do it. It's not just that Stephen wants all of us to be running around shouting, I love you to our friends. Uh, it is that we have to be able to summon from our souls and in an unembarrassing fashion express a love for brothers, philo adelphia, affection. Philo is, is a, phileo is a Greek word for love, adelphia is the Greek word for brothers, a love for brothers. It's literally, like I say, what the word Philadelphia means and it's, and it's in that version. And so it's important for you to take a moment and look at the culture that produced you. Was it a culture uh, in which uh, affection, love between men was not expressed? Now, some of, some of my friends come from the opposite kind of culture. They from, come from big, emotional, weepy cultures where everybody's slobbering all over each other and expressing love and tears all the time. And I think that's great. Now, it's got to be sincere. Uh, it's got to be followed up with action. It can't just be uh, something that's said over a couple of glasses of wine at the Manja Fest and the Italian family. Um, but, it, but, it, but it's got to be something sincere. And as long as it is, I'm all for it. Uh, I, again, come from a different background. I come from a military, southern, kind of aristocratic sort of feeling uh, family that had a hard time expressing emotion like that. My mother didn't, but my father definitely did. So what's got to happen is that you take stock of the culture that produced you. 
then you've got to locate this feeling that you feel towards other men. In fact, I think we ought to teach the young this. Otherwise, they're going to be confused by it. When a young man is drawn to another man, admires his spirit, admires his his skills and uh, you know, maybe even admires the way he moves on the football field. He can be confused by that and think it's something perverse. No, he needs to know that there's a category of love called love for brothers. Um, I feel that love. Uh, I feel that love for the men in my life. Uh, I've got men close to me. I admire them. I respect them. I love them. I'm affectionate towards them. Uh, because I recognize that this is a valid category of feelings between men. So number one, what culture produced you? Number two, do you realize that you feel that affection for the men in your life? And please God, you have men in your life. You have a band of brothers. You have friends close enough to express affection to and about. And then finally, you have to ask yourself, are you capable of expressing that feeling to them? Yes, part of it is actually being able to say the words, I love you. Another part uh, is is being able to express it in other ways. I'm a belie- I believe in hugging. I'm I, people have noticed that when I'm in large groups of men, I almost always have my arm around a shoulder, or I tend to grab a shoulder. I've got kind of big hands, so I'll talk to a man, uh, just kind of gripping, you know, up in that part between the neck and the outer shoulder, and just kind of put my hand there. I'm not doing anything. I'm just letting him know I love him. I'll sometimes emphasize my words with kind of a shake or a squeeze um, on up there on the shoulder. Uh, it's just a way of saying I love you and if, uh, communicating some manly affirmation. Uh, I find this particularly is valued by the young men I work with. When I'm on a university campus, I'm almost always grabbing the back, the uh, upper part, back of the upper part of a man's arm, his bicep. I'm almost always grabbing a shoulder and holding it and talking to him. Um, I'll, I'll give him a hug before I step away. If it's that kind of relationship, you understand what I'm saying. It, I've had to come to this though. It's, it wasn't part of my background. Um, I actually began to realize that as I read classical history and I began to realize how much the ancients prized this affection, this, this moral, clean affection between men, this ennobling affection between men. And then in time, I began to realize that I felt it, that I wanted to express it, that I needed to give place to it, that it was something that my friends needed to hear. We needed to share with each other. It was noble. It was ennobling. It was, in my case, being a Christian, I believed in it as a fruit of the Spirit. Um, I wanted to extend it. I wanted to extend it to my children. I wanted to bring the men in my life into it. I wanted us to have that contagious culture of a love among men. I lost my embarrassment, I lost my stuttering nature, and I learned how to touch guys in appropriate ways and love them and look them in the eye and tell them I love them and uh, that I'm proud of them and I'm standing with them. And I got to tell you, it's transforming. It's transforming. Now, I'm an older guy, so I tend to do that as a father with a lot of guys, but I wish I'd, I wish I'd been more adept at doing it when I was 18 or 19. But back in those days, going off to college, I was just kind of figuring out who I was as a male. And I would have been horrified to look a guy in the face and tell him that I love him at that time. But over my life, I've begun to get comfortable with it. I've begun to realize the value of it. I've begun to realize, quite frankly, how essential it is that we're able to do it in the lives of our children and do it in the lives of other men. So I'm not asking you to be weird. I'm not asking you to be slobbery. I'm not asking you to go around kissing guys on the lips. I'm simply asking you that you, first of all, 
confront the culture that produced you if it was a negative one when it comes to expressing emotions. Number two, that you locate manly affection in your soul. Again, I want to say I'm not talking about anything romantic. I'm not talking about anything weird or perverse. And identify that and and begin to express it. Begin to say the words. Begin to master the art of appropriate touch as a means of communication. I, I'm going to be with my son this coming weekend. We have a we have a, a, a just a guy's weekend together. I'm going to hug him when I see him. I'm going to pat him a lot. We'll walk out to the elevator and I'll just say, man, it's so good to see you. Pat him on the shoulder. Now, I'm not saying all this came naturally to me. I'll tell him I'll love him nine or 10 times during the weekend. Um, We'll walk down the street in Alexandria, Virginia, in Old Town, heading to a restaurant, and I'll reach up and give him a little bit of a, a, you know, kind of a jerking hug around his neck and say, it's so good to be with you, that kind of stuff. I'm not saying I'm planning all of this. I'm saying now it's just become part of my life. By the time he leaves, he will have been told by his father repeatedly he loves him. He will have been touched appropriately. It will be a good, affirming, masculine touch, and there'll probably be some play. We're going to go for a long hike, and we're going to go hit a hit a, a jacuzzi location and stuff like that. And we'll probably snap some towels and play and push. And all of that is the way men nurture each other. Now, I'm not, pl- I'm not planning my weekend with my son before you. I'm just trying to describe what it's become like for me now. I believe in it. I believe in touch. I believe in hug. Uh, I, I believe in affirming words. I think we ought to be texting each other encouragement. My band of brothers all the time. How you doing today, buddy? How you doing, hero? Uh, what, 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 what's going on today? Are you manfully confronting what you need to confront? I mean, my guys will actually talk like that. That sounds like something straight out of Plato, but that's how they'll talk to me. And I got to tell you, it lights me up. I believe you can make it. I believe in you. I'm with you. So look at your life. Look at how you express affection. Look at what you feel towards other men, locate it, find the pure stream of it and begin to express it. I want you to be able to say, I love you to other men. I'm not saying you got to say it 9,000 times in a day. I'm just saying that if you can't say it, there's something in your soul we got to deal with. I'll be talking to this more about this more uh, in coming podcasts. But take what I've assigned so far, take it home, ponder it, ask some other guys to help you think this through. Maybe talk to the men in your family culture and you know, get a little bit of a GPS on what your emotional training has been because this is a vital part of parenting. It's a vital part of a band of brothers. It's a vital art of being a great man. To join the Great Man community or to book Stephen to speak at your men's event, go to greatman.tv. You'll learn about Stephen Mansfield's two essential books for men, Mansfield's book of manly men and building your band of brothers as well as some other great resources for helping you become the great man you are made to be. The Great Man Podcast is a Mansfield Group production.